Psalm 13:6. I will sing to the Lord, because He has dealt bountifully with me. When God comes calling, day 13. Chapter nine. A time to build. Page one hundred thirty-two. Kyrgyzstan. How to read it? Kyrgyzstan. Kyrgyzstan, starting from square one. One of the most exciting stories of church planting and God's redemptive power comes from the small land locked the country of Kyrgyzstan in 1991, when the Soviet fell apart and the, the Central Asian republics embraced independence. There were fewer than a dozen non-believers among the Kyrgyz. Kyrgyz. And no, no, Kyrgyz fellowship. By the end of the twentieth century, there were more than two thousand believers in forty-five churches, with an increasing number of well-trained, effective pastors. Since nineteen ninety-four, pioneers have been a part of the partnership that. God has raised up to grow His church in this country, which many believe will become a powerhouse for missions and evangelism for the rest of Central Asia. Pioneers, workers in Kyrgyzstan, are involved in discipleship in the most in in how to read it. Ethnomusicology. Ethnomusicology. What What does that mean? I'm not sure. Okay. Ethnomusicology, business development, and a number of other initiatives designed to empower national leaders of nations, including seemingly millions events. Ah. Mundane. What does that mean? Mundane. Ordinary. Including seemingly mundane events such as、uh, neighborhood cleanups. On Saturday evening, Pioneer's team members Kathy and Tom Sanserad, not their real names, were working on that when. Was a knock on their apartment door. One their neighbor invited them to join the yearly cleanup of their apartment grounds. At nine o'clock the next morning, Tang explained that they went to church on Sunday morning, so they won't be able to help. The neighbor woman went away disappointed. And Tom and Cassie wondered if they had made the right decision. Wasn't God honored by their decision 
who testified to a stranger of his behalf, especially in the Muslim and the secular nation. Then God reminded them of the story of the good Samaritan, and the censorers realized their decision would make them like the priest who hurried to his religion. Religious duties instead of helping a needy stranger. Make them like a priest who hurried to his religious duty instead of helping a needy stranger. The next morning, Tom ran down four flights of stairs to tell their neighbor that they had changed their minds. When she asked why, Tom had an opportunity to put his language study to good use. He shared the story about about how a wounded Jewish traveler was helped by a despised Samaritan, the Kirgyz woman. Listened the unhurried Kirgyz. Kirgyz. Fergie's woman listened intently to every word and then smiled. Tom and Kathy spent the morning picking up trash and sweeping the grounds with handmade brooms. By the time they finished, they had met every person in their apartment building. It wasn't the typical Sunday morning. Church service, but I believe God was very pleased with Tom and Cassie's decision. The friendship they made will surely help them reach their goal to plant a church in this Muslim country. As part of our work in Kyrgyzstan, pioneers also focus. On the Dongan, an enriched people group that lives in lives in the mountains and the valleys of this beautiful country. About forty-five, six hundred Dongan live there. Live here, a proud people who are famous for their hospitality and hold many san. Ceremonies and banquets to preserve their culture. Most donkey are Muslim, and there are less than one percent Christians among them. Sixty percent have never ever heard the gospel. Our team's objective is to translate the New Testament and the portions of the Old Testament into donkey. Uh, how to read it? Dungan. 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 Promote literacy so that people can read the scripture and plant church in the four major Dungan towns. All of this begin one relationship at a time. Of course, a pioneer's team member recently met one of the ten known Dungan believers. A young man. We will call Sasha, who 
is starting at a local university. Sasha invited our team member to his village for a holiday celebration. During the weekend, our team member told us Sasha, six of his male relatives, and I visited eight different donkey homes in one day, eating and drinking tea at each home. They eat sweets first, pastries, candies in one room, then move to another room at the table where we were served meat, noodles, fish, bread, salad, pickles, and more. At one home, there was a 20-foot table covered with five rows of balls filled with pastries, raisins, nuts, cookies, and candies. I counted 27 different kinds of candy. Sasha is undoubtedly the only believer in his family, and the whole holiday celebration include a visit to the local cemetery, where family members come to religious rituals. They showed our team member firsthand how lost the donkey are without Jesus. Foreigners rarely get invited to such celebration, and so the experience provided valuable relationship building that will really help plant a church among these people. Mongolia Building the True Kingdom I'm so thankful to God that someone obeyed and came to my harvest field. A Mongolian Christian woman named Mary Jean Merrill, not her real name, shared with Pioneer's team members Pioneer's church planting strategy is to involve national workers as much as possible with the goal of giving them complete leadership and the responsibility for the church. That day, in coming in Mongolia, where just a, a decade ago you could count the number of Christians on two hands. Today, there are probably 2,000 Christians in the country, including Nara Jean Will, who share their story, who share her story. Nara Jean Will? I'm not sure. I was born and raised in Mongolia. When I grew up, there was not one church in my village of 20,000 people. Actually, there was not even one church in all of Mongolia. In 1990, God began to move. For the first time ever, the communist leaders allowed the democratic election, Mongolia opened to the Western world. In the summer of 1992, a group of Korean Christians came to my village for a short time. 
there were only about ten people meeting at this time. When I returned from a year of working in another town, a friend showed me a New Testament and said that some people were going to the Jesus meeting. He sent me the New Testament and I said, What nice paper! I read the introduction and saw that man, Lord of the Universe. I thought, yes, I do believe that when God created everything, we didn't come from money, a monkeys. That day was the first time I had ever heard the name Jesus. I had seen some movies and a thought maybe Jesus was a, a Catholic priest. I few months later, another friend invited me to the Jesus meeting. There were about 20 to 25 people there. We sang, we sang some songs, and uh, a young Mongol man spoke about the Holy Spirit and Satan. I had feared about evil spirits before but never about Satan. I certainly had never heard about the Holy Spirit. After the meeting, some of us went to the believer's home to help him with some work. As we walked, they shared with me about Jesus and salvation. I didn't understand much, but on that day, October 4th, 1992, I believed that Jesus had died for me, and then I wanted to follow him. Since then, I have been a worker in my church, leading the children's church. I became involved with the pioneers when I helped the 1994 summer team conduct a children's camp. I am a student at the Union Bible Training Center in the um, the Bata Mongolia. How to read that? Ulaanbaatar. Ulaanbaatar, Mongolia. My husband and I want to work in the countryside of Mongolia. Why? Because like me, a few years ago, too many people still don't know Jesus. It is difficult today to believe that people still about the Still, be still have not heard. Jesus said to his disciples, "Pray for workers to go into the harvest field. The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few." I'm so thankful to God that someone obeyed and came to my harvest field. Pioneer assisted in founding the Union Bible Training Center, where Nigeria studied. What does it? How to read it? Nigeria. Nigeria studied. The center is an association of Mongolian churches and foreign ministries. The work together to equip leaders for the emerging 
Mongol Church. In three years, enrollment at UBTC grew from 27 to 111 uh, 117 students. Panya's Mongolian team leaders served as director and later chairman of the board of the four-year school, which trains students academically and in practical situations where they put their book knowledge to work. Most students can't afford the tuition, room, or board to attend the school, and their young churches can't contribute much to the cost either. In fact, UBTC charges only 15% of the actual cost to enable as many students as possible to attend. Pioneers launched a scholarship program to reward students who attend high academic standing and spiritual development. This is a strategic way to affect the future of the Mongol church. In 1994, Naira General helped with a pioneer team working in Mongolia and she met one of our American team members. They were married a few years later and together hoped to found church in remote area of Mongolia. Shall we end it as here? Sure. This chapter is pretty long, I feel like. It is, yeah. It's a long chapter. about a time to build. I guess it's not easy to build. Mm -hmm. oh, but is anything stand out to you today? Hmm. I'm not sure. Does anything stand out to you? Well, yes. I The thing stand out to me is uh, when I talk about the summer return, um, in page 133, it talks about the, uh, the censor, uh, censors realized that their decision would make them like the print who hurried to his religion, religious duty mm -hmm. instead of helping a needy stranger. Mm -hmm. Okay. I feel like uh, it's very easy, or I almost forget from time to time what's really important to God. Mm -hmm. Either religious duty or responsibility, or step out of our way to help people who are in need. When we see those people who are in need, shall we? Shall we? Shall, shall, shall we calculate how much we give or how much we take? Or shall we, what's the perspective shall we have to proceed to think about it? 
to be flexible and change your plans um, when it's something that is kind of like when Jesus healed the man with the crippled hand on a Sunday on the Sabbath and then the Pharisees were really mad at him um, and they wanted to kill him because he was breaking the Sabbath law but he was doing it out of love right Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's uh, all I have for today. Okay. 